views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow, everybody, welcome. We have a great show. Line up, it's amazing. My friend and colleague, T.J. Woodward, is in the house, Conscious Evolution, with my co-host today. This is amazing. Have you ever thought about levels of consciousness? I mean, it's really fascinating when we start to have this conversation about it. Well, T.J. is someone, spiritual teacher, author of the book, Conscious Being. You know, we're going to talk about how we raise our conscious awareness to live a more connected and fulfilling life. And this is really kind of the cool thing because it's almost like you, some people refer to things like this as a ripple effect, but I'm not quite sure that's it. I can't wait to talk with him about it. Um, you know, what is it about those of us that had a life? I'm just going to talk about me right now, TJ. Maybe it is not you. Had a life that was not so conscious. That is putting it mildly, folks. I'm just telling you right there. But, you know, today, TJ is going to talk with us about what these levels mean and how we can take a step towards living life full out. Whether you know TJ Woodward as an author, an awakening coach, an inspirational speaker, or an addiction counselor, he helps people profoundly change in the, in the way they experience life. He has an amazing, simple, powerful teaching that he shares. Whether you know him as the founding minister of the Awakened Living Spiritual Center in San Francisco, or you've seen him out in, talking about his book, or you've seen him on Awakened Living TV. Today, you know, this is about Awakened Living Radio. This is about taking a message out there that's going to help each and every one of us, each and every one of us, go through and understand the levels of consciousness. Why? Because I think for many of us, you have to be on the flip side of that. You know, as, uh, as Jung used to say, you know, there's a lot that gets discovered. I'm paraphrasing, of course. There's a lot that gets discovered in the dark side. TJ, it's great to have you here. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Pat. 
so much, and I'm delighted to be here. This is really uh, one of my favorite conversations, how we raise our conscious awareness and we evolve into such a, a, a dynamic new way of being that is filled with freedom and love and connection. And I also love paraphrasing Jung. He's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, let's talk about that little paraphrase, before, you know, so we can get into this. You know, one of the things I've said, and I actually shared this in the last hour, that, you know, some of the things I'm most passionate about today have result have come up uh, as a result of being in a critical turning point in my life. You know, even a couple of years ago. But you know, when I got sick in two thousand four, I have to tell you, TJ, the only thing that I could do was this. This was it. You know, it was such a shock. But you know, many of us go through the world. You know this. You talk with people. They've gone through eight years of tough times. Eight years. And so what is it about the dark side, the shadow side, that helps us get to that place of consciousness? Not that you know anything about the dark side, TJ. (laughs) (laughs) No, of course not. And thank you for your opening and being so uh, vulnerable and authentic in your own uh, own journey. Yeah. Uh, And of course, that includes me. I was absolutely asleep for so many years, and I had no idea I was creating what I call reality based on my level of conscious awareness. So that's it. I know that's the conversation we're having today. The shadow, you know, that those parts of ourselves that we bury in the subconscious, and maybe, maybe there's a conscious uh, decision not to look, but most likely it's just too painful, so we bury it somewhere. When we're willing to step into that, that's where the transformation often occurs, right? Because, you know, one of the chapters in my book, and I know I think we're going to be doing a show about this later, is Shift Happens, and we all know where that phrase came from. Yeah. And for me, when I recognized that with just a change of perspective, I could call that and know it as fertilizer. So that's really, for me, those, those um, moments in our lives where we do get stripped down to our core, where we are willing to move into that shadow self and look at some of those buried aspects of ourselves, that's really where transformation can occur. Of course, it's not the only place it does, but I know as we continue the conversation today, we'll talk about how we move through these different levels and what helps, helps us move through those. Well, this is really, you know, part of this is really talking about, you know, let's have a chat about consciousness if we could. Um, many people are, you know, and I, I have to tell you, I'm leading the pack on this. You know, I, I think if you just started to talk to me about consciousness and so forth and so on, you, you know, a number of years ago, I'd be like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? You know, I woke up today. I'm conscious. I mean, that's it. Because I thought, you know, physically, I'm out of bed. What's the problem here? And so I think we have to have a conversation about, you know, what you write in the book, Conscious Being. What does this even mean? What does this even mean for me? And, you know, I want to hear what you've discovered on the way to being T.J. Woodward on this. Yeah, thank you, Pat. Uh, I think it is really important, so thank you for bringing this up, to talk about what consciousness is before we start talking about these levels. So thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, the way I will frame it is there's, there's two really different types of consciousness that we're talking about. One is ultimate consciousness which we could call God or love or source. Uh, it could be energy, light. You know, it's that, that unchangeable essential truth that we are. It's that place where we're all one. So that's consciousness. I would call that consciousness with a, a capital C. 
Mm-hmm. What we're talking about in this conversation and what I'm writing about in this chapter of my book, the chapter is titled Conscious Evolution, we're talking about in this human consciousness, which is always changing. That means my ability to perceive or uh, as we raise our consciousness, that simply means I open up to the possibility of seeing things in a different and a new way. So I think that's the simplest way mm-hmm. to say it. It really is interchangeable with my ability to see or my perspective. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you something just happened. My clock says 1111 on my computer. I rarely look at my clock. Okay, but you know, I, want, I, w- I would love for you to talk about this with me because I'm looking at my clock and it says 1111, 1111. I relate to the number 11, by the way. It's my birth date. I don't know why, you know, but it's now a new level of awareness. When I look at that number, I, I somehow have a level of awareness that that is a spiritual number of some kind. Now, I have to tell you, I did not have that level of awareness about anything bet- before 2003, okay? Yes. It didn't yes. exist. So this, this is fascinating. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. <laughs> but I but I you know I'm not saying I even know what that means because I don't think I do. But I'm a, more aware of it now. You know, where does awareness, if you don't mind talking about this, where does awareness fit in? Because I don't even know what I don't know about 1111. You know what I'm saying? I just know now that that is uh that's like a spirit little spiritual vibe right there. Yeah, and I'll say a couple of things about this. Um, And and I know when we get, when we begin or get into the conversation at these four different levels, what Mm -hmm. you're talking about fits perfectly into this framework, because at Mm -hmm. one level, we're going to experience 1111 in a very different way than we will at another. So when we talk about awareness, of course, again, we're talking about our ability to perceive. And you know, Pat, the mind always wants to figure it out. So on some level, and, and again, I'm using that word very consciously because we're going to talk about these levels. Uh, eleven, eleven. My mind would want to figure out what it what it means. I might read a lot about it. I might figure out something outside of myself to make it all make sense. But really, as we evolve, I, I find the more and more we evolve in consciousness, the less and less we need to know from the mind, or we need to figure it out. Simply being aware. I mean, I remember one time. Pretty early in my life, I woke up from a dream in the middle of the night, and I was singing or humming this song uh, that was pretty obscure, and then I turned on, now this will say how long it was, I had a clock radio next to my bed, so yeah. I, turned on, I turned on the clock radio, and that song was playing. Now, we could call that magical, or we could say maybe we're tuning into something, mm. maybe it's just a great mystery, but what I recognized at that moment is there's something more happening here than just what we see on this physical plane. Uh, And I didn't need to figure that out. I tried, and then I couldn't figure it out. So I just accepted that there is a whole other dimension or multiple dimensions of existence that are all happening simultaneously. And that's really what we're talking about today in these four levels of consciousness. I actually can change the way I experience the world by the way I view it, by my ability to expand my awareness and to open up to new possibilities. I love this. Do you remember the song? I do not. <laughs> oh, wait, I just remembered. It's, it's uh, Billy Joel, Piano Man. So that's pretty <gasps> obscure, and I have no idea why that song, I was singing it, but I picked it up somehow. Oh, Billy Joel, Piano Man. I love Billy. 
He used to be my yeah. neighbor. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, TJ's going to walk us through, you know, these levels of consciousness. You know, what is a consciousness? But the question really is, as he just talked about, can we raise it? You know, what kind of beliefs we have? do we have around the evolution of consciousness? And we, I can't wait to talk about this. We're going to go through these four levels. I don't know about you all, but I kind of grew up with the, with the idea early on that, you know, it is what, what it is. Everybody has a role. There are some people that were meant to be more conscious than others. And you know what? Just live with it. Stay tuned. We'll be right back to blow that myth out of the ballpark. Well, well, wait, let's crust bust that thing. We'll be right back. Preceding audio was via a Skype call. What does it mean to be healthy? For each of us, it means something a little different. Discover the art of herbal medicine, a natural way to help our bodies respond better to the modern-day stress and toxicity of our everyday lives. Using organic herbs from around the world, the skilled herbalists at Urban Wellness in Kirkland can help you choose the herbs that are right for your body. Find your herbal solutions for common health issues at urbanwellness.com. That's H-E-R-B-A-N wellness.com. Put a little in your life with Keys. Keys Clear Protein Waters have 22 grams of smile-making, attitude-adjusting protein in every bottle. Did I mention it's tongue-tingling taste? Not just another guilty pleasure. With Keys, you'll enjoy every low-sugar sip and freedom from gluten, lactose, and GMOs. Who needs the fountain of youth when you can find Keys on Amazon or at Keys, K-E-E-S, please.com. Put a little in your attitude with Keys Protein Water. Are you ready for a radical shift in your way of being? Are you seeking a more deeply connected and fulfilling life? Awakened Living Radio is a show dedicated to helping you embrace a life filled with profound peace, connection, and happiness. TJ Woodward is passionate about helping you find your clarity, balance, and purpose. Join co-host TJ Woodward and Dr. Pat Basile on the first Monday of every month at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for Awakened Living Radio on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. My dream is to end homelessness. My passion is living a green life. My dream is to end poverty. My passion is volunteering. My passion is making a difference. My dream is to cure Lyme disease. My passion is rebuilding communities. My passion is helping those in need. My passion is caring for the elderly. My dream is to find a cure for cancer. My dream is to leave a better world for my children. We all have that special passion, that lifelong dream that drives us to live our lives with meaning and to create a better world. No matter what drives you, we can all make an impact. 
Dr. Pat Basili is helping others make their dreams come true so we can all help make our world a better world. To learn more about how Dr. Pat is building a community of sharing hope, strength, funds, knowledge, and information, visit abetterworldcrowdfunding.com today. That's abetterworldcrowdfunding.com. The following audio is via a Skype call. It's nine o'clock on a Saturday. The regular crowd shuffles in. There's an old man sitting next to me, making love to his tonic and gin. Wow. What a great song. Thank you, Benny. Awesome. Thank you. Wow. TJ Woodward joining us here today. Before we jump in and we talk about consciousness uh, and, you know, that comment that I made, you know, was part of my, my growing up was, you know, you are what you are in this journey. And there are certain people in life that are meant to be closer to God than others. And so I can't wait to hear about... <laughs> Conscious, I can't wait to hear about Conscious Evolution, which is brilliantly put in TJ's book. But before we go ahead, can you please let folks know how they can find out more about you? Uh, and you're giving something away to people that are that buy the book Conscious Being. Can you tell us about that? Yes, Pat, absolutely. So the best place to reach me or to find me is tjwoodward.com. There you can find out more about my counseling practice, our spiritual community in San Francisco. I have a TV show here where I feel so privileged to interview people, really talking about this conversation of conscious evolution, uh, also my radio show, and then, of course, about the book Conscious Being. And anyone who buys the book this month uh, receives a complimentary 50-minute session with me. I, I see clients all over the world via Skype or FaceTime. And I work with people who are really ready to evolve and to expand their consciousness into this new way of being, really that includes freedom, connection, and love. And so I'm delighted to, ha- to work with anyone all around the world. And you can find out about that by going to ConsciousBeingBook.com, and there's a Buy Now tab, and it will give you instructions on how to claim that, that gift. Wow, thank you so very much. Um, you know, this conversation in the comment I made, and you know, I did. I was brought up in a in a in a religious tradition that pretty much said that certain people are closer than God to others, and that's kind of the best you can ask for. And so, you know, the question then comes up, what does consciousness have to do with God anyway? And or the God idea or higher power? And, you know, are there are there this different levels of consciousness that I would love for you to talk about? Yeah, thanks, Pat. Now, I want to I want to kind of give a disclaimer right at yep. the beginning of this conversation that this yep. is really my experience and what I've seen in my own life and what I've seen in working with clients and really the friends and associates I've had uh, throughout my life. And in one in one way, it's really the mind trying to make sense of something that maybe can't even be fully explained, but we do our best, right? We, we use words to try to describe an experience that in some ways is indescribable. So that's kind of my disclaimer. Uh, it, it offers a framework, and I offer some ways that we might recognize the primary level that we're operating from, and I know that most of us would at least say we want more love, connection, and happiness in our life. So I'm offering a framework for us to 
really see where we're at, and this happens individually and collectively, and then how we can raise our conscious or raise our conscious awareness to create the life of our dreams. Mm. Wow. You know, and who doesn't want the life of our dreams? I just, you know what I'm saying? I mean, some days we feel like we give up on it, but it doesn't mean that it diminishes from our consciousness. Yeah, and you know, most most people, and I'm going to put myself right Mm -hmm. in this, for many, many years, I would have told you I wanted the life of my dreams, but what I would have thought is that the external world needed to change in order for me to get there. And that's really what we're talking about at this first level of conscious awareness, living there. I've given these four levels, uh, M's, so I call them the four M's, and that level one is martyr state of consciousness. And when we're, when we're living there, when I was living there, uh, everything was happening to me. I was a victim of my circumstances. My primary focus was physical. I believed what I saw was all there was to see, that there wasn't anything beyond the physical, and that I believed this, that the problem was outside of me and the solution was outside of me. Most of the world, I will say, Pat, is still living at this consciousness, although as we know, there's a great percentage of people waking up right now on the planet and it's, it's such a beautiful time to be alive yeah and we're waking up in different ways and you know i know you're going to talk about it as we go through this and we look at the you know the different aspects of this i know you know that part of the conversation is understanding it you know and understanding where to even begin let's talk about level one okay level one what i call martyr state of consciousness the best way to describe it is things happen to me, or I believe that things happen to me. Again, it's an outer-focused reality, meaning that I believe the problem is outside of me and the solution is outside of me. This is where you will hear people say, if I could just get the perfect job, I would be okay, or if she would stop doing this, I would be okay. And this is where someone might say, I want to create the life of my dreams, or I want the life of my dreams but maybe I'm not really willing to make the changes necessary. Or, as you said so beautifully, I have been taught that it's not even possible, that this is kind of our lot in life, and that's it. So a lot of, uh, you know, traditional religions live in this paradigm. There's a a belief or a teaching that there's a God out there for us to surrender to, and that we are, you know, either powerless or that, you know, some religions even teach, you know, that we're born flawed or with sin and that we need to redeem ourselves in some way. You know, and and part of this is, you know, not to really look and say what's right for, for, you know, what's right for everybody. I think what you're sharing here today is what you've discovered along the way. Um, And there's something that happens, and, and maybe you can explain this, but there's something that happens in, you know, to folks when they realize that they can have a closer connection with their higher power. Something Absolutely. changes. It's, it's, it's actually indescribable. And so, you know, this idea of, mar- you know, being a martyr, how does that fit in? What is the energy of that, TJ? Well, the energy of that, and, and, I'm, and thank you for bringing up the, uh, the evolution of our God idea. Toward the end of the chapter, I write, how we might view our higher power or God or source or energy, depending on what we call it, through this lens. So I'm hoping toward the end of the show we Mm -hmm. can return to that conversation. Yes, we will. Uh, Yeah, because, you know, it doesn't mean that as we evolve we need to change our religion or change our spiritual uh, home. It just means that our awareness of it might change. So at this uh, victim or martyr level of consciousness, 
there's a strong belief in right and wrong and good and bad. And in this paradigm, enemies seem very real. So there is a definite separate us, and there is right and wrong, and if everyone would just learn how to do it right, everything would be okay. So we, we live in a, this is like, I would call it an animalistic consciousness. It's really mm-hmm. kind of fight or flight. It's that um, there's only the physical plane that we see, uh, and there's often a lot of fear. And, and of course, this is where what all wars stem from this level of consciousness. There's an idea that there's, there's mine and yours, and that I need to fight uh, in order to protect or to conquer. So there's all the ideas of, of, of dominance, of power, mm-hmm. of us and them, right and wrong, that all lives in this level of consciousness. And from that lens, we can see that uh, still a, a large portion of the world still operates primarily from that. Well, and, you know, part of that, though, is, you know, an energy that if we don't get a level of awareness, right, about how to move from that, that's kind of where we stay stuck. I mean, you know, aren't we kind of saying like, wait a minute, there are opportunities, but, you know, this is kind of where we can get stuck. Like for me, you know, had I not had different opportunities to get a, you know, different place to be, I'd still be in that perspective. And I'm not sure, you know, for for me, uh, if that's actually true, I don't know that I would have been able to stay there. But I do know that there is a reality to the journey that we take and how we become really at how we get to choice points. You know what I'm trying to say is where we can go left or right. Yeah, that and that's really it, Pat. I love that you're talking about that because it's one thing to talk about these this framework, these four levels. It's another conversation altogether to talk about what pulls us because usually it's pulls us into this new awareness or. Uh, what causes us, I, I write in the book about the causal point of change, and, and what you're saying is so powerful because there are events that happen in our lives. It might be a sudden spiritual experience. It might be something that, that seems on the surface devastating. This is where addiction lives, too. Mm-hmm. People that are feeling powerless over their addiction are on some level in the martyr state of consciousness. So for some of us, for many of us, it might be there's a life-changing event, and it opens a doorway. It doesn't mean that there's a guarantee we're going to step through it, but it's an opportunity for us to step through and really experience the world in a different way. Wow. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about, you know, what some of the, what are the other levels? And what is it about these doorways that can become easier to recognize over time? If you're anything like me, you didn't know there was a door let alone a doorway. Let's take a short break. We come back. TJ is going to walk us through what's, uh, what the other levels are. And please feel free. Give us a shout. 1-800-930-2819. If you've got any questions at all, we'd love to take your call. 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back with my very special co-host today, TJ Woodward. We'll be right back. Preceding audio was via a Skype call. Tune in to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, identify your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. 
Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst and clairvoyant who uses her intuitive and energetic gifts to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. Naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat, and author of the New York Times bestseller, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce has helped tens of thousands of people, including celebrities and athletes, with her message of lifestyle change. Now, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce wants to help you. You, too, can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie DeLuce at info at ronniedeleuceonradio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com. Dr. Ronnie DeLuce, your partner in wellness. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award winning host Dr. Pat Basili is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T H E D R Patshow.com for listening times in your area. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? The following audio is via a Skype call. Receiving audio was via a Skype call. Wow. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. TJ. TJ's in the house. And uh, I want to make sure all of you out there know how to find out more about him uh, and by the way, and you know, these levels of consciousness, we're just briefly touching upon them. But if you got a copy of his book, and I love this, I, you know, I've been doing this a number of years, and I don't know that anybody has done what he's doing. For those of you out there that get a copy of Conscious Being, that is the title of his book, TJ Woodward is his name. In the month of November, uh, you're going to get a free 50 minute session. And it's kind of include uh, it's kind of incredible, but part of this is because the people that work with the book and then work with TJ, they have what we call a breakthrough. Uh, TJ, I know we're going to talk more about, uh, and they can go to your website tjwoodward.com to do that. Okay, so we talked about the first level of being a martyr, right? Yeah. Okay. 
how do I how do I get myself on my saddle and get out of that level? Well, I thank you for that, and and I love that you talked about people who have read the book and that it was life changing. I, yeah. I've received phone calls and emails from people saying that they read this book and when they got to this chapter and they were reading the description of the martyr level of consciousness that something clicked. There was a light bulb that went out, off in them or turned on, I would say. And it was that they had no idea that they were walking around asleep or no idea that there was anything beyond this physical plane of existence. And when I, I, just, I write in pretty great detail of some ways that we know we're at these different levels. And uh, one woman in particular, I remember, said that she had no idea until she read this chapter that there was another way of being, and it just really opened her up in a really beautiful way. So I'm so grateful that this book can serve as a, as a guide and as a tool for people to grow and awaken. Mm. You know, and it's interesting because sometimes we hear things over and over and over again, but if they're, if they're put out in front of us in a certain way, it's like a light bulb goes on. And that's what people, you know, say about reading your book and your own experience with this. So I am in the martyrdom arena and I'm thinking my life is all okay. I'm really thinking it. How do we get the light bulb to go on to say, wait a minute, there's more. And then how do we get there? Well, I think there's a few things that happen. One is we hear a conversation like this and something just clicks. We hear a description of this martyr level of consciousness and we have that recognition. At some level, we have to first be able to recognize that's what we're doing. In other words, we don't know what we don't know, right? So a conversation like this, it can be a peak experience. One of the things, and I want to be careful the way I talk about this, because we often hear you know, difficulty is the way you transform. And I'm not saying it's the only way, but I do Mm -hmm. know plenty of people who have gone through a divorce or maybe their children leave home or they lose someone important in their life and they go into a dark period. And through that, there's this doorway of change as a possibility. So Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that cancer brings a gift. Um, I'm saying that when we have that experience, it's an opportunity, like every opportunity, to ask ourselves, how do we really want to live our life now? And I think those are the ways that most of us have changed, right? It's either a loss of something or it's a glimpse into some greater reality or it's a conversation that we hear that just wakes us up to recognizing that we've been asleep. So Mm -hmm. those are really the three primary ways I've seen people change. Yeah, and you know, um, for me, I'm not saying that, and this is an important point you you talked about, I'm not saying that, you know, I didn't have little uh, hints from spirit along the way. But you know what? I was not awake enough to see the hints. Yes. And so for me, I did have to come down with a mystery disease in 2004. You know, yeah. that, I mean, I'm not, I love what you said. No, it's not for everybody. But I don't know that I would have continued on the path that I was on and moved forward in my life in the same way. I would have probably went out and got that corporate job because why? Why? Uh, that's what people do. Exactly. Exactly. And I, and I agree. And that's, and that's so many people that's their experience. I mean, for me, you know, early in my life, when I was 20, I was in my addiction, getting sober was my first big transformation. And then really stepping into this new consciousness that caused everything in my life to be shaken up that really allowed me to step through. So um, when we move into this next level, I call it magical thinking consciousness. And again, martyr level with things happen to me. As we move into this next level, I call magical thinking it becomes I make things happen. This is where a lot of our culture is is at right now in 
in America. Uh, this is where you hear people talking about um, creative visualization. You hear people using affirmations to create their life of their dreams. It does feel like magic, and that's why I call it magical thinking, because it's primarily, this level is primarily focused in the mind. So level one is primarily focused in the physical realm. We start to recognize at this next level that our mind has uh, causative powers, that I can't hold particular thoughts in my mind, and it does seem to create what we call reality. Uh, this is where we hear about manifestation. Uh, again, there's a lot of people who have written a lot of books from this level of consciousness, and I think it's an incredibly important step because it moves us out of that victim. It moves us out of that martyr and into, I actually have power here. My thoughts and my actions do create what I call reality. I think it's a really important step for all of us to go through. Um, the issue for me is I kind of got stuck there, and I, I kind of was coming from my ego pad, if, I, if I'm really honest, and I started playing with these ideas of manifesting, and I manifested my perfect life, but it was coming from a really egoic place. And so right. I know not everyone does that, but that's certainly what happened for me. Yeah, I, I, I'm quite familiar with that myself, just if you really want to know the truth about it. You know, I'm quite familiar with that, but who isn't really? Because we want things in life. And, yeah. you know, we're living in a culture where that is really, you know, the way that we step forth. But that's why you've got these levels of thinking, right? You've got the martyr. You know, you've yeah. got the idea of magical thinking, right? Yes. And, and then when we move into level three, and I'm just I'm moving through these, and again, you pointed out people can go to the book, and I write in more detail. Level three I call metaphysical consciousness. This is things happen through me, or I let things happen. So again, level one, things happen to me. Level two, I make things happen. Level three, I let things happen. What usually pulls someone to level three is that at level two, they've learned how to manifest in the perfect way, or at least in a way that they get the job and the partner and the things externally, and, and then there's the, is this all there is question. And that's really, I work with so many people in my private practice doing counseling with people right at this level because they've had the perfect job or what they thought was the perfect job. They have their family that they love. They have the perfect partner, and there's still a yearning for more. And there's this, is this all there is, comes up. And then we move into this metaphysical level of consciousness, which is more focused in the emotional. So uh, level one is physical, level two is mental, level three is emotional. This is where we recognize that there is some power in the universe, that it's not just all about me, that it is more about other people. We start talking about our higher power or God living in our heart. Uh, this is classically defined or shown in the hippie movement, a uh, kind of new age lift here, right, where we align ourselves uh, with an energy. Uh, we see our, our higher power as loving and I know we're going to get into that as we as we move on, but this is a, another important uh, phase or, or development in our consciousness that leads us to more connectedness. We realize we're connected with the whole and we're not seeing ourselves as separate anymore. I know. And I think we should skip the break because I want to make sure we get all of this information in here if we could. Absolutely. Thank you. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, so when we're looking at this level of consciousness and we're looking at, you know, magical thinking, uh, you know, there's, it's really interesting to look at these different levels as we, as we move through them. And many people will say, well, wait a minute, you know, magical thinking, how does that work? But I love magical thinking. I loved it at a, as a kid. And I'm not sure if I can pinpoint when it went from magical to metaphysical. Are there any signs? Have you seen this in other people, right? Yes. I think that the signs that I will point to with, and, and again, I'm, and thank you for saying that because it's important to recognize that we don't want to view this through a judgmental lens like that one is inferior. Uh, it's, we take what works from each level and, and take them into the next level and use them. You know, so like, the power to learn how to manifest and create in the outer realm, which we might call magical, is still an important tool. I think the place that we recognize we're moving into metaphysical, or what I call metaphysical, is again in that question of, is this all there is? So we're looking for deeper meaning. We've created those things on the outside, and we now want to uh, move into more connection with others Again, it's more emotional. We become more guided by our heart than our mind. Uh, we, we see that there is a divine intelligence in the world, and this is about aligning with it. So that's, that's the conversation at this level. Uh, we start to talk about connection. We start to talk about heart-centered being. Those are kind of the ways we know we're, we're moving into that level. I love talking about this, and I love the conversation about this, and, I, and, and I'd like to weave this into it now, is that if I look back at my life, and I know you can do the same with yours and probably the people you've worked with, I can pinpoint what my life was like in that first uh, stage. I can tell you what I was doing, how I was doing it, and by the way, I was homeless. Um, and then as I look through some of the other things you say and have talked about, you know, I, I can see how one becomes a stepping stone for the next. And I think this is really important. Maybe you can elaborate on it because, you know, as I look back, you know, there is the conversation of how connected am I to my higher power, to yes. source energy, to God, whatever one calls it, right? Right. Yeah, and that, and, and thank you for saying that. I think it's really important to recognize that these are stepping stones and that we don't it's not that we we wouldn't it be great if we just like checked the box and then we were at the next level and we were completely finished with all the lessons from the other level i think we can at any moment live in any of these different levels of awareness one of the reasons that i spend a whole chapter on this book and it's actually the longest chapter in the book uh is really uh, so that we can recognize where we're at and then make that inner shift. If we're searching for more connection and more love, then, of course, as we get into level four, we're going to talk about that as well. But these are ways not to use as um, a weapon, because, you know, I, I, I've used, I call it metaphysical malpractice, where I think, what have I done wrong to create this? We're not looking at that. We're looking at, like, wow, someone just said something. I, I felt myself get triggered or activated. I just jumped right back into martyr, and it was just in a split second. But what is different is when we have the awareness we're doing it, then we have a choice. And I know you said that earlier in the show. The show I didn't know I was choosing. I thought I was being kind of bounced around by life. So this 
framework is just a way for us to be able to recognize it and then invite ourselves to move into these, you know, deeper or higher levels of consciousness. Yeah. You, you know, and, and part of this, you know, you talked about earlier uh, is taking a look at this idea of our, our understanding of God and our understanding of how that understanding has changed, you know, and uh, what we're looking at uh, in the evolution of human beings. I mean, even conversations about, wait a minute, we got the God particle in our brains or uh, what does that even mean? You know, many people look at their lives and wonder if they really are sane, right? You know, or, and how we, how we sort of measure sanity and insanity. And that's changed over time, right? You know, they used to look at people that are psychic, right? We went through a period of time in our, in our culture. We looked at people that are psychic and thought, you're crazy. But yet, you can go back to scripture and look at people like Daniel and say, uh-oh, well, okay, I guess it was okay then. How does this get straightened out for us in our understanding of our connection to God, higher power, source energy, whatever you want to call it? Yeah, and I would, let's talk about that. But if it's okay, yeah. Pat, I want to I want to talk about level four first, and then and then yes. talk about only because yes. so that we can get an idea. So level yeah, exactly. four, level four, I call mystical consciousness. This is where we shift into things happen as me. So level one, primarily physical. Level two, primarily mental. Level three, primarily emotional. And then we move into the spiritual realm. This is where we begin to talk about oneness rather than connection. We're not talking about coming from our head or our heart. We're talking about living from our beingness. This is where we recognize that there is absolutely nothing separate about me and, and the creative power in the universe or God. Uh, this is where we talk about, as Rumi so beautifully said, we're not a drop in the ocean. We're the entire ocean in the drop. When we come to this level of mystical awareness, we're no longer seeking happiness from anything outside of ourselves. We recognize that this moment is enough. We no longer seek peace. We recognize that we are peace. We're no longer seeking love. We know ourselves to be love. And we realize that we are what we've been seeking. Now, this is where these mm. great teachers lived. This is where Jesus was said to have lived, Buddha, Lao Tzu, and many other teachers What's happening now, Pat, is we are recognizing that each of us actually can attain or live in an experience of this mystical union or this oneness. It's a place where we are not um, striving for anything other than experiencing this moment. This is where uh, Eckhart Tolle writes from when he talks about the power of now, the power of absolute presence in every moment. So I think I just thought it was important to say that yeah. as this fourth the fourth level, and then we can um, talk about the God idea, because I love that conversation. Well, yeah, and you know what, you know what I was, in my brain, where I was, was this idea that all of this is so related to, you know, to that mystical level. All of this is so related. And I don't know about you, but I know for myself that, you know, there are some days where I can forget uh, that I could go to my connection with my higher power. Yes, and yes. and people claim that in the world we live in, it's getting harder and harder and harder to connect. I'm not really quite there. 
but I know that this is something you're going to talk about because it has to do with the evolution, the conscious evolution as it re relates to the mystical and the God idea. Yes. So I'll, I'll just run, kind of go through these different mm -hmm. levels and how we might, we're, we're operating under the perspective that we create what we call God or higher power or source energy in our own image or from our level of awareness. So at level one martyr, we would see uh, God as a force, an outside force, or a savior, right? Again, it's something outside of us that needs to, we need to surrender to. You know, early in the evolution of human um, consciousness, this is where there would be praying to the gods to bring good weather so that there could be an abundant crop. And if, if there was a, a storm, uh, they, they might be seen, it might be seen as we've done something wrong and God is punishing us. So this is where uh, God lives as, as a punisher, as, as you know, a dictator of rules, and also as a savior. And then we move into this magical level, and we start to recognize that God, or God as law, uh, this is where the New Thought Movement, which was born in the late 19th century, emerged and brought in this new awareness that uh, there was a blending of science and religion, if you will. And it was, again, that we actually all have um, the ability to create our reality. So there's, there's some spiritual principles, there's some spiritual laws that mm -hmm. when we practice, we can manifest a certain level uh, in our lives. Yeah. And then yeah. we move in. We move into this level three metaphysical, and we start referring to God as God is loving, right? This is the idea where God lives in our hearts, and that we're all connected. This is where people will use crystals, tarot cards, and the like to access a divine plan. Um, affirmations connect us in a more loving way. And again, this is where the hippie movement really lived in the 1960s. And then we come to level four mystical, where it's God as love. God is love, and we're one with that source. We recognize that we are actually all perfect expressions of this one source energy, this power, and that uh, the it's all about internal. Most likely, prayer will change to meditation. Uh, we'll be divinely guided by our intuition or our inner knowing rather than something outside of ourselves. So that's kind of an overview of those levels related to the higher power idea. Well, you know, I, I mean, I wanted to ask you uh, to talk a little bit about, or perhaps a lot about, you know, what the end game is. You know, why is it that people would want to achieve a higher level of consciousness? What is the end result for people? And because we live in the world where this is an end result world in a lot of ways. And, you know, folks are, are listening to this. And if you're like me, you're thinking, well, wait a minute. You know, what's my end game here? You know, what is it about this journey that is going to help me live the life that I truly dreamed about? Because that's how we started this today. Yeah, I, I'll say it in one word, and uh -huh. that's freedom. Mm. Um, and, and for most of us, certainly in my life, I believe that that freedom was going to be from attaining something or reaching some place or the perfect job or the perfect partner. We live in a culture that's really obsessed with how we look and, you know, how, how others see us, uh, with winning, with striving and clinging, and reaching or attaining or, or coming to into awareness of these higher levels of consciousness actually move us into a state of being that is free from clinging. 
I mean, a, a really practical example, you know, we finally got rain here today in San Francisco, and uh, I overheard someone complaining about the rain, and I'm thinking, you know, with just a shift of perspective, we could be grateful for the rain. You know, like, when did we decide that a sunny day was a nice day and a rainy day was a bad day? So we move into these levels of conscious awareness so that we can be free from being a victim to the world and we can actually be of purpose in the world. We can be love. We can um, live completely free from all of those external ideas um, that have kept us trapped in a particular way of being, and we can move into a much more loving, open-hearted, connected life. Mm. You know, I love that you talked about freedom. And I love that, you you know, that's part of the conversation because we don't talk about freedom enough. And, you know, you know, I think I, I think that, you know, for many people in our culture, you know, we talk about freedom and we're thinking about, well, you're in a physical prison. But the freedom that I think you're talking about goes much deeper than that, doesn't it? Much deeper. Yeah, it, it's really a way of being free from. Uh, clinging and striving to either attain something or to get rid of something that we call bad. It's a way to live in, in the present moment uh, filled with compassion and connection and oneness. And, and this, this kind of freedom then allows us to recognize that really anything in the outer realm can happen, and we do have a choice of how we experience it. We move. We're not. We're not. We're no longer uh, living in this magical thinking that if I just get that, I'll be okay. Um, we're recognizing that we're inherently whole and perfect and that we can actually live that way uh, in our lives. And, you know, people will often ask me, Pat, can we live there all the time? Mm-hmm. My, my answer is I don't know. I, have, I haven't lived there all the time yet. We hear stories of Buddha and Jesus and these great teachers that came and did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people that I know, we move in and out of these. But what happens is as we evolve and make the commitment to clearing uh, those old ideas and beliefs that we've been carrying, we can live more and more and more at these higher levels of consciousness and at peace. So peace and freedom is where it's all at. That's the end game. Well, I love it. Thank you so much for today. And before we go, uh, I know you're doing something really, really special for the month of November. Can you tell folks about what you're gifting people, those folks that get a copy of your book? Yes, if you go to consciousbeingbook.com and go to the Buy Now section of that site, you uh, can uh, buy the book through Amazon and then come back and give me your information and I'll offer you a free complimentary, I guess that's the same thing, free and complimentary, 50-minute counseling session where we can be in this conversation about how we move into uh, greater levels of awareness and much more love and freedom, and that's where it's at. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Please give out your websites again. I know you have several of them, but let folks know about how they can catch you on TV and much more. The best way to reach me is tjwoodward.com. That that way you only have to remember one, and from there you can find everything. I love it. TJ, thank you so much for today. One last question real quick. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? My personal message today is that we can move into sanity. And what I mean by sanity is that really the way our culture has been established in some ways is quite insane. And we can move into a much more sane way of being, and that is knowing that we are one with God, knowing that we are one with each other, and knowing that we can live our life free to be absolutely present, free of clinging and aversion. That's my message for the day, Pat. 
Thank you so much, TJ. I want to thank all of you for tuning us in and turning us on. And we will see you next time on the Dr. Pat Show. And, you know, remember, TransformationTalkRadio.com.